Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, and welcome to Drag Nabbit, a podcast by drag queens about all things drag culture. Whether we're talking up local girls, pageant girls, or reality TV girls from Dragula and Drag Race and beyond, we are here to give you the real talk and the real motherfucking scene. And on this week's episode, we are continuing our review of season 15 of RuPaul's Drag Race. And in a move that we can only describe as ill-advised, Ru and her producers decided that the fourth episode, and with 14 contestants, that now would be the perfect time to put the queens through their paces in a supersized snatch game. In the words of the iconic opera glasses moment of RuPaul herself, I can't wait to see how this turns out. Spoiler alert, it was bad. I, I, I agree. And um, I guess with that, everyone, this was Drag Nabbit. Drag <laughs> That was That's it. Bye, y'all. <laughs> just kidding you know that we can't uh we would not be able to resist ripping into this episode Mm -hmm. so why don't we get this show cooking we're gonna keep it light and breezy because lord knows there's not a whole lot of shit to talk about that's positive but coming to you live as supreme court justice sonia sotomayor i'm portia control and i'm the forgotten elena kagan and i'm syzygy (laughs) <laughs> and this is Drag Mavis. Girl. Not Elena Kagan. Honestly, girl. Since these episodes are super short now, RuPaul almost immediately walks into the workroom and announces that for the first time in Drag Race history, they are going to take the Snatch Game out for the 14 contestants. Now, a number of contestants are shocked and nervous by this announcement, notably Aura Maiari. Hmm. And we've chatted in previous episodes of this podcast about how Snatch Game is considered one of the most difficult challenges on the show. It combines impersonation, comedy, and improv into one package. And then you have the added challenge of make Rue laugh, which is eerily nonspecific and manages to change depending upon what Rue, uh, what sort of mood that RuPaul is in. Um which is like classic Scorpio behavior, but we won't get too much into the astrology there. (laughs) Um, But to quote a queen who once famously bombed Snatch Game, Trixie Mattel, Snatch Game is hard. Thank you, George Santos. Ooh! (laughs) Katara Ravash, Revenge Era, honey. Girl, the gag of life. But I mean, if anything, right, like it tells us that George Santos is steeped in the culture in her own way and is fully a drag queen. She fucking cleared that bitch. But anyway, (laughs) uh, moving back to the task at hand, it doesn't take the fact away that we know Snatch Game is always going to be a challenge on this series. And there's so many other staple challenges on this show that we typically have, right? We know we can expect things such as an unconventional materials challenge, some kind of fashion ball, a rusical, several dance and acting Mm -hmm. challenges. 
So knowing that these things are in the cards, why do you think that this early Snatch Game had a number of our dolls shaking and quaking? Regrettably, a lot of the art form of illusion and impersonation, you don't see it as much in the bars anymore. You know, when we were, when we were young, we would see, you know, every other queen would be either be doing a, a fucking, like, Liza or a, a Madonna or a Whitney. Like, nowadays, the dolls don't do that as much. And, you know, illusions aren't as commonplace. So I think not having that, mm-hmm. the girls already know that they're kind of, not having that skill set, the girls are kind of already set up for failure. And it's something, it's like, you know the homework's due, but it's the last mm-hmm. thing that you're focused on, and you know that you fucked up on it because you spent all your time worrying about other stupid shit. <laughs> yeah. It was very big, like, pop quiz energy, right? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. oh, shit, here we go. But, you know, I, I really... It pains my heart because I really want Aura Mayari to be better than she is you doing in this competition. Well, there's that part, but that part aside, it's like, you know, fierce Filipino, like gorgeous drag queen. Right. Um, But like the fact that someone like her comes on the show and is like, well, I don't do impressions. And it's like, well, what were you expecting? Right. Like, do you watch the show, Tamar? Do you even watch the program? It's it's really, really tough. Um, I do think. You know, if we are betting women, which we are, and there's a lot of banter around, you know, the show and the length of the show, right, being cut back to 60 minutes from 90. I wonder if Rue and the producers, when they filmed the show a year ago, were banking on this being a 90 minute episode. And then now, like, they've had to, like, judiciously cut a whole lot of it in order to get two entire Snatch Games in. Because usually there's, like, between seven and eight contestants uh, and maybe even fewer sometimes when we normally do it. So I don't know. It just, it was very gaggy. I'll give them that. Well, difficulty aside, we get to our snatch game challenge and the performers are divided into the two groups of seven. Um, Since there are so many contestants, let's review who is who and just highlight the best and worst in our humble opinions. Oh, Yes. Let's go. So in our first group, we had Marsha, Marsha, Marsha as Tim Gunn. We had Lux as Amanda Lepore, Malaysia as Saucy Santana, Mistress Isabel, one of our tops of the week, as Rosie O'Donnell, with a weird sort of sachet into Abby Lee Miller. Anitra was Gorgina Ramsey. Robin was Kieran Huger from The Real Housewives. And Selena was the Virgin Mary. Who stood out to us? Send them all home. For the right, <laughs> for the right or the wrong reasons, we're sending them all home. End of episode. Uh, who stood out um, for me? Um, uh, Karen Huger stood out for me because she had the mole on the wrong cheek. She wasn't funny. <laughs> I hated it. Like not okay. Robin put Robin put the mole on the wrong cheek, and it was also facing away from camera. So like it just. 
Not funny. Not um, a professional. I was really excited for Selena's Virgin Mary. That's the kind of humor that I would live for as a Mary worshiper myself, but also an also realized right. Baptist. Um, I would. Mm. I was living, and then she's Selena's very young, and it's apparent. Right. When she was trying that, that broke my heart. Uh, Rosie O'Donnell didn't find it that funny. Georgina Ramsey, I yeah. love Anitra, so whatever. Uh, Malaysia Saucy Santana, <laughs> good. I didn't see a lot of Saucy, so, like I didn't see a lot from Malaysia. Like she only got like one right. one clip in there. Um, Marcia's, Half a joke, yeah. Marsha's Tim Gunn. I've seen better Tim Guns, and finally with Lux's Amanda Laporte. Here's what I'm going to say. I like Lux, and I love that she does have a huge amount of confidence, which is so refreshing to see on a young black queen. Right. Semicolon, however, comma, to quote Portia Control. Um, Lux feels like the product of gay internet culture where they feel that they can just be like, oh, well, you sucked. You're terrible at this. LOL. I don't know if you're that good, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And it's like, She's ragging on Trinity, and it's like, you don't know her. Why are you just being Wait. shady to be shady? Because it's not cute. Um, and it just, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a problem we see on the internet, and it's a problem we see with Lux now. I agree. Like, what's wrong with being confident, Demi Lovato? I <gasps> am so on board with Lux loving herself. And I do think she's fierce. Um, her Amanda Lepore was not that successful. Like, the look wasn't fully there. Like, Amanda, I've seen Amanda in person, right? And, like, she is just a freak show, right? And and I say that, and and it's, and I say that, like, in sort of the grotesque version, but also in sort of just, like, awe and reverence of, like, this person who has gone through this extreme lengths for, like, a image and body modification. And Amanda loves herself, right? So it's like, that's great. If it works for her, awesome. Um, but it wasn't like the look wasn't fully there and it just I think the biggest part was that most of it was just not funny um I think Selena's Virgin Mary choice was ill-advised and and the blasphemy sort of part of it I actually kind of enjoy like even though I am not uh Catholic I still identify as a Christian and I grew up Baptist just like you and so um I love anything that sort of ribs at that culture in a really like fun way. It just, it didn't really go. It didn't take me on a journey that I wanted to go on. And I don't even know if she did a really good job of bringing anyone on a journey. So it just was loud and fell. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded mm. me of like that season four snatch game, bottom row Ooh, with like desperate. Lady Gaga and Snooki. the Beyonce yeah. and Snooki, like where it was just all weird. Mm -hmm. That's what it felt like for me. I also want to go on record and saying that I love Anitra. However, do not make up female versions of characters that don't exist. Like then just be Gordon Ramsay. Just like, be don't Gordon be Gorgina Ramsay. Like, like I, I just, I really struggle with that. It's, it was very kimchi, Kimmy John un Right, like also providing. Kimmy was a little bit more successful. Right, but like I just mm. so yeah, I think this is one. And, and Malaysia, when, when Malaysia said Saucy Santana one, I fo totally forgot what, who Saucy Santana was until she mentioned Material Girl, and then I was like, so you're just playing yourself with a beard, got ah! it? Like. <laughs> So I just, there were a lot of choices here that I struggled with, part and parcel. 
the Tim Gunn was fine. I think, again, on any other season, it probably would have been safe to hand waved away kind of thing. Well, what about Mistress Isabel right. Brooks? You skipped over our um, Mistress Isabel, I love fiercely. I did not love that Snatch Game. It was a weird caricature of Rosie. I mean, I got to give her credit for going somewhere with it. Sure. But outside of that, it wasn't like she had some funny lines, but and then when she slipped into Abby Lou Miller, it was funny because she knew she messed up and then she kind of leaned into it. Um, but outside of that, I was like, okay, fine. Let's move on now to group two. Yes. Now group two, I am moderately more excited about <laughs> group two. We have Lucy as Joan Rivers, Sasha as Jan Crouch. Jax as the Mona Lisa, Sugar as Trisha Paytas, mm. Amethyst as Tan Mom, Aura as Bretman Rock, and Spice as a very concerning caricature of very problematic behavior. Miley Cyrus. <laughs> okay, so let's start. First. Let's start with the standout. I mean, Lucy's Joan Rivers was excellent. Like I would put it up there with some of the top performances in Snatch Game history. The voice was there. The look, while not exact, was definitely very reminiscent of what Joan Mm -hmm. wore and looked like. And I love sort of the self-deprecating humor. She was quick. Mm -hmm. She made Rue laugh, which we know is like the key to unlocking Snatch Game wins. Um, Yeah, so I think Lucy really showed that like, she had what it took in her and i have to say i underestimated her because for the first couple episodes i was like what what is she doing when is she going home but um with this win you know we'll talk about it later but i think that like that helps to sort of give her a lot of confidence and street cred moving into the next couple episodes so um she was she was obviously the standout um everybody else meh to like disgusting like oh. <laughs> Sasha looked amazing as Jan like the look was right I didn't we didn't get a lot of time with her so I'm guessing she did okay right like it's hard to tell too mm-hmm. with the edit um Jax how do I say this um I like the concept of being the Mona Lisa I thought that could have been smart I do not love the way she rendered it mm. like oh, face on, in whole reference Face in whole, right? Exactly. I know. She's like, it's the chiaroscuro. Ooh. <laughs> um, ooh. I took art appreciation in his in, in college. I don't know if you know that. Um, as a woman with a bachelor of of uh, what is it? Regular of fine arts. arts. Oh, yeah. Have- <laughs> of just art. I have a liberal. No, I have a liberal arts degree. She's got a BA, bachelor um, of arts, honey. She does. She does. Um. Anyway. Um. She could have, I think she could have taken it in a different place. Like she could have just done a costume to be the Mona Lisa, right? Mm-hmm. Versus like face and whole. But other than that, it was fine. Sugar and spice, no. Like just no to both of them. No to the. I think spice looked a lot. Like she did a really good job. I think the looks on both of them were good. But neither of them were funny. And again, it was sort of it was sort of that desperation thing. And for me, I think the theme that I noticed with them over the last couple of episodes is like they will just fill in the air with whatever they have to say, because either 
they're uncomfortable with silence or something. But it was bad. Amethyst, not that funny to me overall. And it was a weird reference, like Tan Mom. Like what? Like I get it, but like, yeah. And then Aura was just garbage. I'm sorry. That's it. That's yeah, my thoughts. Um, I'm inclined to agree for a lot of these. Um, obviously, Lucy was the greatest one. Did a great job. Loved it. It, it, hilarious i go fought at, at multiple points which is hard for me to do because oftentimes i don't like snatch games on drag race um mm-hmm. sasha's jan crouch i feel like we didn't hear anything at all from her and i was really excited because adora delano was going to do jan crouch and as someone who loves to make fun of evangelical christians i was very excited for these two dolls to do jan crouch um regrettably we didn't see a lot jackson's mona lisa um, they say a picture's worth a thousand words, and Jax doesn't even have one. <laughs> um, there it the is. The funniest so. thing she did was stick her tongue out, and I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be cool. Yeah. This is gonna be cool." And then the rest of it was nothing. Um, Sugar's Trisha Paytas, no. Uh, Spices Miley Cyrus, absolutely not. Um, <laughs> absolutely not. Amethyst Tan Mom. I liked it, but I was also like, okay, is this Tan Mom, or are you just, like, you know, someone from the tri-state area? Like, are you are you just... Right, like, it was like, what if... So, what if Tan Mom was also Teresa Judice? Like, Right, like, it. I was like, okay, interesting, interesting choice. Um, or is Bretman Rock? Okay. Um, that had potential, to be honest. It did, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say something controversial yet brave about Bretman Rock, and this is again. I Here feel we go. so terrible as a Filipina ragging on these Filipinos. As a fellow Filipina woman, um, it's we always do it to ourselves, honey. Bretman's not funny. I'm not entertained by Bretman. Mm. I don't get it. Here we go. Like when Bretman was in the makeup uh, community, I was like, mm, I don't know it's it's not giving and it's still not giving now um i think the most interesting thing that bretman has ever done was appear in a shoot for playboy magazine and even that wasn't that interesting Ooh. Uh, that's so shady i'm sure that bretman is a lovely lovely person uh or his impression Fifth alternate was not lovely and that's what i'll say about that um well great well now that we've con- continuously alienated the entirety of the Drag Race fandom, and we've hated on everyone except for <laughs> a single woman, um, why don't we take a break and reflect on what our goals and our standards are? Because I think we need to. After finishing up the Snatch Game, the theme on tonight's run rate was Beautiful Nightmare, which I was personally hoping would allow the contestants to give us Dragula levels of ooky spooky drag. And instead, what we were given was two doll looks, three spiders, a poorly rendered snake, and you know what? I was underwhelmed. Sister of mine, 
Who did your favorite look of the evening? And who do you think misunderstood the assignment fully? My favorite look of the evening, you asked? Yes. RuPaul. (laughs) (laughs) Goddamn. Oh, <laughs> my favorite look was Ama- Amanda Stenberg. <laughs> uh, honestly, who was uh, the most beautiful nightmare? Michelle Visage. Um, okay. Oh, here's the thing. The hilarious the thing. Ross Matthews. I too was really excited for like the Dragula levels of things that I was expecting, but I think because I've seen Dragula, I have a level of expectation. That was not met sure. with the leg avenue I saw before me. Sugar and spice. <laughs> no. Fully leg avenue. That came out of Absolutely a bag. I'm, I'm, There's I'm, no way. You can't tell me that didn't come out of a bag. You can't tell me a little crinoline and a bra? Honey. Honey. For all your money? No. Um, I I love and I support. That was $59.99. But it was, just, it was just not it for me um looking at all the other girls no one really stood out for me um beyond i liked sasha's that was the only one i liked and oh actually, sasha looks cool actually you know who stood out for me when aura came down the runway in a beautiful garment but doing the most and then she was like i'm mm-hmm. showing off my acting skills and i'm like bitch you couldn't have done that during snatch game Girl. Now of all right. time. Yeah. Uh yeah, I'm I yeah, I think I'm with you, right? Like I really wanted it to be an opportunity for a lot of the queens to go there. And regrettably, most of them did not. Um I I also really enjoyed Sasha's look. Like it was I think it was one of the closest ones to the brief in terms of she did look beautiful, but she also looked spooky. And she kind of gave me this story with like, like ghosty, witchy kind of vibes. There was a hat, there was a skirt that kind of looked like a broom. So I liked it. And she, of course, the body, the body is here, Mm -hmm. right? So she's looking lovely. I do wonder, and I, I don't want to be here and come off as Michelle Visage, but I have seen a lot of Sasha Colby's body on this series so far. Like her entrance look. Wow. This look. Wow. And so, and there's nothing wrong with it. It's gorgeous. I just, you know, I worry about when is Michelle, Mich- Michelle going to tell her stop relying on that box. So you're telling a woman is to all cover I'm up. Say. Correct. <laughs> Put on some goddamn clothes before you leave the house. Uh, no, but she looked beautiful. But again, I do wonder like if that's ever going to catch up to yeah. her or if they're just going to let it slide. Um, anybody else that I thought looked good or that I really enjoyed? Mm, I think I think Lux was cool. I liked the effect she was going for, like with the cinder block. And like there was definitely like you could tell like what was going on there. Um I think it was something with the lighting possibly or whatever, but like she's painted that silvery gray up top. Like she painted her skin and then her tights were also gray colored, but because I think they were a little bit more sheer, like the tones didn't all complement, Right. And so that kind of took me out just, and this is like a quibble, right? But we're, we here on Dragnabbit, we're here to quibble. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. 
that took me a little bit out. But other than that, I thought she looked really cool. Um, I, uh, yeah, I'm kind of the same with you on the ones that I didn't like. Um, I also, I, as someone who loves makeup and loves like the process of putting on makeup and, um, appreciates shows like glow up, um, for understanding ways that we can express ourselves in makeup in very like non-traditional ways, that prosthetic that Jax put on her face that one, I don't think fit her face Two was like peeling and cracking. So clearly like this is not something that she knows how to do or apply on properly. And then three, she didn't really do much with other than stick on her face. Like it needed something to show off, right? Like the different lines that were created in her face because of the prosthetic so that it wasn't great. And I didn't, and then beyond that, like it was really just, that was the look. And then everything else was kind of like, it was a bodysuit with a little bit of fabric on it. Like, I think it was a missed opportunity and she could have had fangs. Like, I don't know. It, I'm very sus on what was going on there. Mm-hmm. But those are my, those are my fashion quibbles for the week. Well, what we cannot quibble is our top contestants this week, which were Lucy LaDuca mm. and nobody else. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, te- technically, it's quote unquote, Marsha, 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 and Mistress, which they had a full argument in Untucked about. The girl, okay, here's what I'm just going to have a brief aside. The girls this season are arguing a lot about who's second and who's, who's third. Who's number two? And I'm like, you're arguing who cares? about who lost? Like, right. <laughs> I lost more than you? Like, what? what is the thesis? Right, you didn't like, win. Like, aha, being high is great. Showing that consistency is great. But, like, calm the fuck down. Like, you, right. you were obviously high. Don't worry about it. Um, but however, some girls right. who do have to worry about things are our bottom girls, which were mm. Sugar and Spice and Aura Mayari. And I'm curious if you felt like Aura breathed a sigh of relief when she realized that it was almost certain that they would put the twins against each other. <laughs> uh, and also, would you put anyone else in the top or bottom? Ooh. Um, so yeah, I think Aura was probably excited that it was her and the twins. Because here's the thing. From the moment they cast the twins on the show, we knew it was inevitable that they would pit them against each other in a lip sync. I think some people thought it was going to be episode one. And then when the twins kind of proved that they had more than it took to be the first girls out the door, I think people thought that they might last a little bit longer. So I think the timing on this one was a little like slightly gaggy after sort of upending our expectations in the first episode. Um, But yeah, you knew that this was coming um, the way that it was edited as well kind of gave that away to us. Um, and then in Untucked, like you, you could tell the twins were like, well, they're going to put us both in the bottom. And there was this whole conversation around like them leaving together. Like if someone, one of them, mm-hmm. if they were up against each other and they didn't get a double save, that they would just be like, well, we're both leaving. I'm not continuing on. So kind of interesting. Um, would would I have put anyone else in the bottom? Uh, um. 
send them all home, girl. I probably would have done like a four-way lip sync with the twins. <laughs> or, uh, and who else do I think like just was not good? I mean, I think she didn't have a great snatch game and she had a shitty runway. I would put Jackson there too. Oh. Oh. What um, about you? Um, there's a, there's a contingent of girls. Um, who else would I put in the bottom? Uh, all of group one. Why not the whole group? Send them all home. (laughs) Send them all home. That's what I feel about it. Yeah. Also, the the whole thing you mentioned about, like, oh, I'm the first runner-up. I'm the second. Like, no, like, in addition to the fact that, like, no one actually cares, like, the last couple of seasons of this show have proven to us time and again that, like, overall placement doesn't really matter. Like, Willow Pill, I think, won one challenge, right? Like, so there's, it's more around, like, storylines now and, like, who Rue thinks should win Mm -hmm. versus, like, who has the strongest track record. Because, like, there are many instances in which the person with the strongest track record did not take home the crown. Exactly. We are in the Jay McCarroll season one uh, Project Runway era of RuPaul's Drag Race. Correct. That is correct. does not matter. And if... And if you know, if you don't know that reference, please look at Project Runway season one because it's oh, amazing. Golden. Um, so speaking of amazing, the judges deliberate and our friend Lucy LaDuca, Connecticut queen, <laughs> takes the win for her performance as Joan Rivers. And honestly, it feels very well earned. Although there is a little bit of me that's a little sick and twisted and thought, Maybe Rue could just keep edging Lucy a little bit and not give her the win, kind of give her the Jan treat, the full Jan treatment. Um, so we could get a lot more like crying confessionals into the camera. But at any rate, congrats, sister friend. I know that this win is going to give you a lot of goodwill and a lot of energy moving forward. So run with it, girl, because the, the winners of the Snatch Game, they don't all end up being winners of the season, but they tend to do well on the show. Right, because it tends to be sort of the one big filter throughout the season. Except Asia Sky. <laughs> I mean, that was a kind of a win by default because literally everyone bombed. Right. But anyway, <laughs> speaking of bombing, um, I need to run to the ladies' room for a second. So oh why don't we God. take a quick break? And then we will discuss the lip sync and talk about our top contenders. To no one's surprise, the twins of Sugar and Spice are put against each other in a lip sync for your life. We all knew that this moment would eventually come, and uh, I really didn't expect that it would happen this early in the season. Um, They go out there and perform. Um, It was interesting. It was a choreographed duet performance. Unique! Interesting. (laughs) Unique! Um, it was interesting. Uh, it was to Pat Benatar's You Better Run, a song. That I barely knew. No yeah. Right. Um, after some beautiful choreography in which Sugar fell multiple times, Rue decides to send her ass home. Uh, Portia, did she make the right call? Was the right call possible here? I think the right call was to send both of them home at this point, um, because it's become very clear over the last couple of episodes that 
they've sort of hit their limits on what they can accomplish in this version of this show, um, which is regrettable, but it's just the truth. Um, so I think that would have been the right call if there was, you know, outside of just looking at that and then looking at the two and kind of their body of work and then maybe even how they performed. Yeah, I think I think Spice was like the better of the two twins to keep in there. I don't suspect she'll last much longer. Like, if she makes it a couple more episodes beyond two, I would be really surprised. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it was just weird. I mean, do you, would you have sent Sugar home? If Sugar hadn't fallen, this would have been... I'm not saying it's my decision, but this would have been RuPaul's double Shantae. Um, they both would have been saved mm-hmm. um, had Sugar not wiped the floor multiple times. She unbuckled that um, shoe, Mama. If you do, well, girl, if you do follow their their TikTok, um, Sugar falls a lot, actually. She's just klutzy. Um, she's a little klutzy. Those are big fucking heels. <laughs> They're probably not skid freeze. They're not. They're not serve safe for the back in the house at the restaurant. Girl. So <laughs> they're um, performing they're on slippery. foam floors. Um, <laughs> right? Could you imagine? <laughs> um, they're slippery. Um, so I don't think that this was the outcome we thought would happen this early in the season. That's what I'll say. Mm, fair. Yeah. So with that, Sugar packs her shit up and heads out and. Her sister Spice is left to her own devices. Mm. We will see how she does and how she's able to navigate a world without her other half. Um, you know, I can imagine it must be really difficult, though. Like, they yeah. they did talk and untalked about, like, all the stuff that they had to go through, like, and not feeling accepted and feeling very rejected by their families. And, you know, that's a common storyline for many queer people. Um, and so they had each other to be sort of that comfort and solace, which is more than a lot of, you know, queer young people growing up get to experience. So, you know, I can see that that could be super traumatic and difficult for her. Um, I don't think she'll go much further. I said that earlier, but um, if we think about people that are potentially going much further, um, you know, who are, who are front runners now? Like we've had a couple episodes to get to know the girls. Who do we think is, are people to keep our eye on because they're they've got what it takes. You go first. You know, I, I could look to the winners of the challenges, and I think that we will see. You know, we've had three winners thus far. I do think that you know that puts them in a very great spot. But I I believe at this point, Mistress Isabel Brooks has locked in a top four placement. Ooh, all right, one hundred percent based on just based on her interactions her how she's being painted by production um they are probably isolating her for a this strange villain edit um of her hating on like the young skinny queens which you know is a double-edged sword because mistress has now had her instagram blocked that's right uh, it was locked out yeah um simply because she questioned the fact that marcia 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 has shit looks and mistress was being real for i that's very mean to say but marsha marsha marsha's looks are not very good mistress called called her out on it and now her instagram got bad banned because white gays are problematic yeah um 
So Mistress is for me the t- the front runner. Mm. All right. Yeah. Um. I mean, I would agree with you. I think she's she's definitely someone to look out for. Um. There is no world. I think in this point now. I think. Sasha Colby has survived what I think would be the hardest thing for her to potentially survive. Um, And so I don't think she'll coast all the way to the end, but I do think that like getting this particular challenge out of the way early and allowing, you know, more of the shaft to like see itself out the door, um, I think really helps to like, solidify her position in in a future top three top four situation mm-hmm. um you know beyond that i mean i don't yeah like a lot of the other girls either i don't think have what it takes or kind of you know in the middle for me i think lucy again kind of proved that she has a lot of really good uh looks and a lot of really good instincts and so maybe she can make it um Maybe it's a Lux, right? I don't know. Like, there's a few people that are slowly starting to simmer towards the top for me. And I can't wait to see how we continue to, like, learn more about these queens and see who ends up rising to the top. I think we now have a good idea of, like, who the no's are. And so we'll just see week after week if that lines up with our expectations or if Ru throws us another curveball. Mm. Well, you know... (sighs) I think the biggest curve of all is just the um, the fact that uh, Friends of WeHo is still here. So with that said, and there what a hundred thousand <laughs> viewers. Um, with that said, according <gasps> according to this script, until next time, I am Portia Control, and I am Syzygy, no last name, <laughs> and this was Drag Matter. <laughs> According to no script strict writer, <laughs> the script supervisor, I, 